Revolution, uh, resolution reward starts tomorrow. Are you ready? Always thinking about being ready. <laughs> well, then let's light this puppy. Alright, here we go. The T-bone. <laughs> and chick fruit. Let's God bless. All these years just get it right one time. What do you want from me? 40 years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired. <laughs> okay. No one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer. The T-Bone. And Chick Group. Show is brought to you by nobody. We have no sponsors. The show is still rated G. For glorious. One of our newest listeners is on my tail about when are you releasing the next episode? When are you releasing the next episode? I'm like, hey, we do one a week. <laughs> <laughs> it, it will be uh, available for everybody every Thursday. But during the holidays, we kind of went above and beyond. And I guess we kind of set the expectation that we were going to be turning out more and more of these. But that is not quite the fact. Again, thank you for listening, everybody. Let me remind you. I think this needs to be the constant reminder. You're listening to The Lunsby Show. I'm T-Bone. She's Chick Brew. We are your morning show. We're your morning show at your time. You can listen to us whenever you want in any podcast format available, but uh, that's the whole format. It's just me, my partner, and we discuss things, and we got some regular segments, and we do this once a week, and you're here because you want to be here. And then you're going to tell a friend that they want to be here, and the audience is going to grow. And eventually, bidets for everybody. You get a bidet, and I get a bidet, and everyone gets a bidet. It's the T-Bone and Chick Will Hotline. You used to call me on my... 904-385-3977. You used to, you used to... The big news, starting tomorrow, the Resolution Rewards Program begins. Currently, we only have four participants, but that's okay. You know, we've done challenges with less people. So we've got four participants. We've got Christina, we got Carrie, we got Chelsea, and me. Three C's and a me. Everybody else's name starts with a C. And there is still time, but not by the time you listen to this episode, because I'm not getting this up today. I'm not getting it up today. That's even better. (laughs) (laughs) Womp womp. Poor Tony. (laughs) But if you listen to the Resolution Rewards special, the little 10-minute special that I did, there is an opportunity to be a late bloomer, to get into this late and to do the monthly contest but of course the next monthly contest won't start until february the first groundhog's day eve one of my favorite holidays as you know i think they should be able to buy in a week late for fifty dollars and they have to come on the show and explain why they think they should be allowed in i i could agree with you what if we say forty dollars fifty dollars Fifty is uh, too much. Okay, playing forty. Forty is. Double. I gotta buy a bidet at this rate. I'm just saying. I mean. <laughs> All right. So uh, Chick Brew has uh, has made the motion. The motion is very simple. If uh, if you want to get into the annual competition, there's two competitions that will be running simultaneously. There'll be the annual. There'll be the monthlies. If you want to get into the annual within the next week, and the cutoff has got to be firm. This- Sunday of next week is the last day. Absolute last day. It's a seven-day buy-in. You get to buy in for 40 bucks because you were late. And your money doesn't get you anything special. It just gets you into the party. And I they also have to come on on Sunday's show and justify why they were late to the party. 
logistically, I need an ex- logistically that'll be a challenge. But well, they can they can leave a voicemail on the hotline. They can leave a voicemail on the hotline, or they can uh, PM us a video. They could do something like that. We need some groveling. We need- I need a good excuse. <laughs> Food poison is not a good excuse. The better excuse, the, the the more extreme the excuse, the better. And the excuse does not have to be real. It just uh, it needs to be. I, I, I need some good fiction here. I need... The, the, I need like a headline worthy the, <laughs> the best... Uh, I fell over backwards on an 81 Mike Mike Mortar. That's a... <laughs> I want to read their excuse and be like, why haven't I seen this in the news? That's what I want this excuse to read like. I don't think there'll be any takers, but if you're following us on the fan page, here's what you're going to see a lot of. You're going to see uh, three women and myself posting daily videos on exercise equipment showing that we are committed to just trying to be a little bit better. That's really all it is. And it is a, a competition of endurance. <laughs> endurance. That's the exact <laughs> word I was looking for. And the last person to remain in this competition will win the prize pool, which is currently at $80. No, 80 because it's me. One, two, three plus me is 80 And if this competition goes longer than July the 1st, I will double the pot. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's a nice uh, even $160 for the participants in, in, the, in the annual competition. If it runs the entire year, on December the 15th, we're going to call it a tie. And the tiebreaker is going to be a video from each of the uh, participants that are remaining. And it's just going to be a a video from them talking about their successes through the year, what motivated them, what kept them going. And whichever video gets the most likes is going to win $160. That's real money. That's money. Cold, hard, electronic cash. Because, I mean, it'll be sent electronically. I want you to mail it to me. I want you to just bring it to me in your hand. You're drinking milk? What was that? Yes, I'm drinking milk. I'm a milk drinker now. That's what I... That is the worst thing a a, a voice personality, a voice person would use when doing the job. It's true. So much extra snot. I also just don't understand, and I feel like adults that drink milk... This may be an unpopular opinion, but when adults drink oh, milk, a like for that. a full it. glass with a, like a meal, like I'm having a glass of milk, I am certain that they are serial killers <laughs> and I don't want to be friends with them anymore. <laughs> I love milk. I absolutely do. And it, I have to be very careful because I, I, I would drink, I would drink an entire gallon if I didn't exercise a little uh, discipline. If, oh, uh, I already know you're a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> Things make a lot more sense now. You're a milky. But yeah, you give me a, a cold gallon of milk and I'll pour an eight ounce glass. And then behind that, I'll pour another eight ounce glass. And then I have to remind myself not to do that because I, 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 I like milk. I don't yeah. do it very often, but when I drink it, I enjoy it. I Do you know that uh, drinking a gallon of milk and like... An hour is something the human body can't do. Also, that makes me want to throw up. <laughs> well, like just thinking about I'm not even lactose intolerant. <laughs> but, like, I don't like milk. <laughs> so Once upon a time, I'm in Seganilla at the time. Once upon a time, I'm walking towards my precinct, and uh, I hear uproarious laughter. 
And I, you know, I come around the corner. When Chief comes around the corner, the roaches just scatter. Everybody just, everybody goes off in different directions except one poor cat who's crying, you know, and he's sweating. And there's there's uh, vomit all over the area. I'm like, what is going on here? What is going on here? He's like, uh, it's just milk, Chief. It's just milk. I'm like, what? It's just milk. He goes, I tried to drink a gallon and, and I couldn't do it. And, and he continued to tell me that the force of the milk coming back up was so forceful that it was as if he had unhinged his jaw. So don't try to drink a gallon of milk. You know, in the military, we see that a lot. There's a lot of military-specific food challenges that young men just are bored, and they do. The the MREs, the meals ready to eat, those things oh. provide all kinds of food challenges, like the being able to eat the uh, the combo package within an hour. I mean, with like in one minute, the little combos, the military's meal ready to eat version of the commercial combos are exceptionally dry. So to eat a package of them in a minute with no water is impossible. Can you think See, of it? Any- and that's like the grape challenge for me. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a funny story. So me and the wife were on the road. We're listening to the show as we're driving along. And it happened to be the show where I talk about taking a tip back from a stripper. And for whatever reason, I just felt like muting the show at that point. We we had been driving for a while, and, and I know what's getting ready to come up, but I just accidentally hit the mute button, and she didn't really think too much of it. She got a couple of chuckles along the way, but when it got to that point, I was like, you know what? She doesn't need to know that part of my life, and since she doesn't listen to the show, I have control of what she hears. So I muted it. Okay. What uh, uh, Just like I muted this conversation. Nope, I want to know what happened. <laughs> you had my full attention. I was waiting. We were driving. The part about me being in the strip club was getting ready to come up. Yes, I, I'm very well. I hit the mute button. End of story. And she she didn't, like, ask why? No, no, no. She always asks why. She is a question asker. She is a, an interrogator. I Every day I come home, I feel like I should have an attorney present and that someone should have read me my rights. Every day is an interrogation to find out how my day went. And if I say good, well, that's not good enough. So I've got a, a 15 questions later all, all the same question, all asked slightly differently. How was your day? It was good. It was good? What do you mean it was good? I mean, it was good. Tell me about it. I, I went to work. I came home. What do you want to know? Who was there? The same people who were always there. What do you want from me? I want an adult. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> As do I. She drives me crazy, but I love her with all my heart. I love her immensely. She's uh, one of the best things that's ever happened to me. And uh, you take the good with the bad. You know, you take all the wonderful stuff and the interrogating questions. You take them. Uh, I mean, w- wouldn't you rather have someone that it like could be bothered rather than coming home every day and then just like, <laughs> you're here. M- maybe. You never maybe. I, I don't know the difference. Uh, this is all I know. <laughs> All right, we've bantered long enough. We usually start the show with some important information, and then we do a little banter, and then we go to one of our many popular segments. Uh, I think we'll just go with the Wheel of Destiny and let it choose what we're going to talk about next. Next. 
And now it is time for headlines from around the globe. Usually done a little later in the program, but the Wheel of Destiny has chosen headlines for us. In case you don't know, Chick Brew finds headlines from around the globe. She reads them to me. I've never seen them before. Then I try to find something mildly entertaining. Remember, we only guarantee one laugh per hour. We get that. We get one laugh per hour. We are not uh, a laugh per minute kind of people. Do you got any headlines for me there, Chick Brew? Of course I do. Don't know why I was starting to speak to you like Archie Bunker. Got any headlines for me there, yes? <laughs> Louisiana's newest legal sport, noodling. All right. I, uh, I know what noodling is. Uh, it's insane. And now it's a passion of yours. I know <laughs> now it's a sport. Is there any is there any like double entendre for noodling? Is there any like subset oh, sure out there is. that's like like docking? Is there a, a noodling version of docking? <laughs> <laughs> Louisiana is going to make noodling a sport. You think we'll see it in the Olympics one day? No, uh, because they they wouldn't wear the right costumes. You know, when you go to the Olympics, you got to wear the Olympic uniform, and the noodling uniform is a pair of Daisy Dukes cut off, uh, topless, and the, these are the men, and and a garden hose. When they got to go deep, deep in a hole, they use a garden hose. I saw one the other day. I have no idea why noodling came up in my feed. I saw one the I other day. I have several ideas. <laughs> I saw one where he took his child and he said, okay, now you're going to be down there for about 20, 30 seconds and head first deep into a hole. And all he's got is his foot. And, uh, and he's, he's using his son as a lure. And when the son reacts, you can see his foot shaking from under the water. Uh, the <laughs> Father pulls the son out, and on the and, and on the arm of the child is like a seventy-five pound catfish. He just used his son as a fishing pole. Uh, a lure. I thought I said that. I mean, would you ever I go? I feel like noodling? it was the whole setup. Do I? When have I ever natured? Or sported. But what if How they made many it like, have you known me? What if they made it a cultural event? Like, you know, when you visit different places, you've got to do the cultural things. I Down feel like here. Louisiana has other culture to offer <laughs> me. I, I think, first of all, I am. I know you I absolutely never, love it. Yes. <laughs> I am never noodling. That's where that ends. I can't touch a goldfish. There's no way I'm sticking my hand in a hole trying to catch a giant catfish. And the detriment isn't the alligators. The alligators aren't the fear. The fear is that when you stick your hand in one of these holes, there's a snapping turtle in there, not a catfish. And, and, and you know, the best noodlers are people who are missing digits in their, in their hands because uh, they made some mistakes in the past. Now imagine well, using your child. Imagine using your child as a lure, and the little foot is wiggling, and you go to pull it back, and he ain't got a head on him no more. Oh, I guess he wouldn't be wiggling too much. No, no, no. The human body wiggles a lot after the head's taken off. Oh, just Ca like when I killed the lobster in cooking school. They forced oh. you to kill a lobster in cooking school? Yes, you have to do it at least once. But don't, and, don't you have and to then, do it the humane way? Yeah, yeah. But their butts still move. <laughs> and so I had murdered my poor lobster. Did and you, I was trying not to look at it. Trying not to think about it. And... I went to collect the tail and it curled up and I screamed, oh my God, it's butts alive. <laughs> to which Chef was like, 
What? <laughs> when I was a child, Eddie Murphy was on the Saturday Night Lives, and there was a bit that they ran, and they ran this for weeks about Larry the Lobster. Larry was this giant lobster from Maine, and there was this big controversy about whether they were going to eat Larry the Lobster or not, and it was Eddie Murphy's cooking show, and it turned out they ate Larry the Lobster, but they killed it the gangster way, the old school way. You get a pot of boiling water, and you drop that big old lobster in the water. That's how you do it. This <laughs> this new humane version. I Is there really a humane way of killing anything? I mean, if you I had mean, a choice between gas died. and electrocution, what do you choose? I just uh, quietly in my sleep, like a normal person. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's the gas chamber or the electric chair. You, you've committed a heinous act, which we all know is potential. You're, 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 you're going to death row. You've got a choice. Which of the two are you choosing? <laughs> to die or to, I would only commit an act of r- ridiculous proportion in a state that doesn't have the death penalty. I will Google that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I need you to come with me to Minnesota. Why? No worries. Just, just, uh, I just need you to cross the border here. You have to cross state lines. <laughs> <laughs> just because I'm having a sip of water doesn't mean you can't continue to talk. You know, you. You look like you might die. I wasn't going to die. I was hydrating to prevent myself from dying. All right. Uh, do you got another headline for me? I do. I was heartbroken when my wife died. So I brought her back to life for $3,000. I think I saw this. So he didn't actually uh, reanimate his wife. He got a sex doll that looks like his wife. Yes. And it looks so realistic. I almost died. (laughs) And it's only three grand. I I think it would be more expensive in America. Well, I'm not a, everything is everything is overpriced in America. I'm not above going to India to get the the thing made. You did see the same article. <laughs> did you see how lifelike it was? Yes. I saw the picture and I was like, wait, what? Here's the thing. Don't wait until your spouse dies. Get it now. And then, you know, whenever your spouse is acting up, you bring out the sex doll and you just put the sex doll in the chair and and you sit the sex doll at the dinner table. Whatever your wife is doing, you counter her behavior by utilizing the sex doll as as model behavior. See, honey, this this is how I want you to act. But who is going to ask about your day? (laughs) Look, I came home and unfortunately nothing rhymes well with my wife's name. So it it wouldn't be like a twin situation. I need a name for my sex doll. Don't know. It would be the Spanish Spanish version of her name, like Julia. (laughs) See how good Julia is when I come home? She she lets me walk in the house and doesn't bombard me with questions. Oh, let me give Julia a kiss. How nice of you, Julia. (laughs) Next thing you know, the producer's driving you across state lines and you don't know why. Why are we going to Minnesota? (laughs) Julia, answer me. (laughs) And we're in the HOV lane because there's three of us. (laughs) Yes, do not wait. Do not wait until your spouse dies. Get that sex doll in advance. I don't know. I was going to ask you about headlines. Did you do your thing at the uh, 
Comedy Zone? No, that's the third Wednesday. That's the third Wednesday in January. It's okay, called. I'm just very excited about this. So uh, I've been thinking about it all day. <laughs> I am also excited, so excited that, you know, I uh, I went out to the uh, open mic night that the Harrisburg Comedy Zone does on Thursday nights. And I went out to see the local talent and what they had. And here's a here's a really interesting thing. So sitting in the back of the room is something comics do. You know, we're, we're not audience members. We're just, we're cannon fodder. We're usually in the back. And somewhere along the lines, because of podcasts and all these other things, a lot of people who are not really comics now sit in the back of the room. So this is this is for new people and experienced people. There's a wide range of talent. And there's some people who've never been on stage and they're sitting in the back. And there's people who've been on stage one time and they're sitting in the back. And I, I, it's a very class system. Like you haven't earned the back of the room yet. You know, you should be you should be sitting up there well, in the tables and the people and in the and for all they know you haven't either because you haven't gotten up there. Mm, that's correct. My reputation is uh, not what it used to be. I mean, no, you're right. I'm you're not right. saying it's time for you to get up on that stage and show us what you got, but do no, the way they the way they run it, I like the way they run it. Um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of potential here. There's a lot of talent here. There's a lot of people that get on stage. So they ran uh, like three minutes a piece for two and a half hours. Oh wow! Yeah. So they yeah, yeah. and again, it's a three minute set. So you're going to get a wide variety. You're going to get some people who are really good at comedy. Some people who are trying out some new stuff that may be really good at comedy, but maybe that wasn't working for them. And you're going to get people who don't even know what a microphone is or how to use a microphone. There was one young lady. She bless her heart. She wanted to get up there. It was her second time, but she didn't understand that the microphone has to be in front of your mouth. There was another comic up there, much like myself, has an overpowering voice. And I like, I, it's something I always have to be mindful of because you don't know how you sound. Well, I'm partially deaf, so I don't know how I sound, but you don't know how you <laughs> sound to the audience through the sound system. And it's something- Am I yelling? Am I yelling? <laughs> it's something that people in my situation, people like me with an overpowering voice can only modulate by keeping the microphone further and further away. I, I remember one time, I, it was like Comedy Zone Jacksonville. I get up, I'm maybe 20 seconds in, and I see the bar manager, I see the bar manager running all the way over to the sound booth to turn the microphone down because at that time, I was not aware that I was blowing the audience out. <laughs> Just <laughs> and it wasn't like Can I was. Can you hear me? I wasn't. I wasn't screaming. I was just talking, and my voice, the way it already is, amplified, was just blowing the place out. And uh, they had they had to <laughs> run to the sound booth to turn me down. I like the three minutes. I like the three minutes setup. I, I can always do three minutes. And there there are some things that I haven't done that I want to do that would be fun to do in an audience like that. And again. The room is mostly comics, and uh, I've spent a lot of time doing comedy in front of comics, and it's, sometimes it's just horrendous, and then sometimes it's hilarious. So <laughs> the next thing I'm going to do is going to be uh, Chit in the Hat. That's, that's the next one I'm going to do. That's the third Wednesday of the month. That's going to be in January. 
And then uh, on the Thursday nights, I might start participating in the in the Thursday nights also because I'm not, you know, and and some of my I took a picture of the Comedy Zone in Harrisburg and I posted that, and some of my comedy friends are like, "You getting back out there? You getting back out there?" And I'm me. not. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited. I thought we were going for it. I'm not we were... really getting back out there. I'm I'm kind of, but my aspirations when I was a young man getting into comedy was to become famous and to make money and. And my th- those are no longer my aspirations. I still enjoy making people laugh. I do it here. Uh, I, I know people laugh on this. And they laughed on the radio show. But sometimes, and, and of course, I would do a lot of private things. You know, I would do like the CB ball. I did that every yeah. year. I would, you know, they wanted me for the Navy ball, but I refused to do the Navy ball. <laughs> I, and retirements and, and all kinds of things where they want me. And I get an opportunity to tell jokes and make people laugh. But being in an actual comedy zone or a comedy club, that's a... Uh, that's something I've been missing, and I'm looking forward to getting back into it. Well, we're ready. Ready <laughs> you are, no pressure. Well, I mean, you know, I did some time there. I did some time there in Rhoda when when Slade and Sam and uh, Julie came through. They uh, they let me do mm-hmm. a few minutes there. So I still got it. I still know how to stand up and tell jokes. Prove it. <laughs> we're not going to the wheel of destiny. We're going to the book of everything. <laughs> it's uh, it we, we have good bumpers. We have good bumper music. All right, uh, Lauren Hall brings us in with the book of everything. As always, what we do with the book of everything is we give you two facts of things you probably never knew before. If the ones don't do it, don't do it, don't. If the facts are really good, they will stick with you for a long period of time. <laughs> Almost as long as your chin will stick to your face. You and elephants only. <laughs> Oh, scallops. You thought I wasn't going to do it. Scallops have a hundred eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to counter with that. Every time you do the elephants and humans are the only species with chins. Worth it. Here's, here's another one that elephant and excuse me, elephants and no, uh, (laughs) humans. And this is not from the book of everything, but this was something I heard on the radio recently that reminded me of the book of everything. Humans and dolphins, according to this source, are the only species that have sex for pleasure. For pleasure. I knew that. For pleasure. Yes. And dolphins? <laughs> they are sick puppies. <laughs> they make you look normal. Well, thank you. You're All right, welcome. Here, here we go from facts from uh, the book of everything. There are 10 times as many stars in the known universe as there are grains of sand in the world. In a world. That's a really good movie, by the way, if you've never seen it. What is that? In the, in the in world? world? I've never seen that. It's so, about, well, anyways, tell me more about the sand. No, it's so. There's not enough sand to, to match all the stars. Correct. In the known universe. So what we can see is only what we can see. And right. uh, quadrillion? I think it's four four and a half quadrillion known stars is the estimate, and a grain of sand. I, I've done I've done some complex math on this. Bottom line is, when you look up into the night sky and you see all those tiny little dots that are billions and billions of light years away, understanding that there are more dots, more suns in distant universes 
in our known universe than there are grains of sand in the Sahara Desert, in the Gobi Desert, on every beach in the world. You name the desert. You it's name crazy. the beach. Yes. A grain of sand. That, that helps put things into perspective. When you look at things from the cosmic perspective, what's going on in your life is never as big of a deal as you think it is when you realize how infinitesimally small we really are in the universe. Yeah, keep, keep that into perspective for a moment. There's a way to start your own uh, your new year. It ain't all about you because you, you're just Don't on a. You think the song is <laughs> Speaking of songs, I did a special little ten minute thing for the uh, rewards uh, resolution reward spot. I did ten minutes for that, and in, in I participated in preparing for doing that to, to communicate what's going on with the resolution rewards program. I had to look at the. Olivia Newton-John video, Let's Get Physical. Let's get physical, physical. That song came out when I was probably 10 years old. And my memory of that song was Olivia Newton-John, hot blonde, spandex. I challenge you to look up the video, Let's Get Physical by Olivia Newton-John. It is not what I remember at all. It, it is... Uh, it is men in banana hammocks. Lots of men in banana hammocks. It is, it, it is, it is disturbing to say the least. It feels like it, it feels like someone was pulling a prank on me. This is not my childhood memory. Sweaty men in banana hammocks working out was a uh, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tickled by that. <laughs> has, your question, has me questioning my manhood, I tell you. I, what the heck? All right, here we go. Fact number two. Don't you make sure you erase your search history, friend. <laughs> Fact number two from the book of everything. Baseball legend Babe Ruth always wore a cabbage leaf under his cap to keep his head cool. In huh. South Korea, this is considered unsporting unless the player has a doctor's note. Am I missing something? Is there is there some kind of special cooling properties to cabbage on your head? Also, how did he arrive at that being like, he's like, ah, oh, this is it. Well, you're talking about a, a man who smoked and drank and banged hookers every day for his entire career. There's a high probability that he was intoxicated when he came up with the concept of putting a cabbage leaf on his head to keep cool. <laughs> He probably just woke up from a four-day bender with a piece of cabbage on his head, and somebody goes, babe, what is wrong with you? Why you got a piece of cabbage on your head? And he's like, this is how I keep cool. I don't know how the guy sounds. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how any dude named like Babe a good sounds. Idea at the time. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think his voice sounded like? Was he gruff? Do you think he was gruff? I like to think it was probably like high pitch. Just obnoxious. High pitch and obnoxious. That's that's probably more what it was. He probably had like a a, a borderline falsetto voice from yeah, like somebody who definitely. grew up in a choir. You know, he he's very very high, very very high. And the reason we never hear his voice is because they <laughs> didn't want the public to know what he actually sounded like. So they just uh, they censored that out. He it. <laughs> Years from now, they'll do the same thing with Mike Tyson. They don't want us to know what Mike Tyson really sounded like. So they'll just. <laughs> 
There are no talking videos of the champ. That's going to get me killed one day. That takes care That takes care of our uh, book of everything. We've done headlines. I feel like we're moving along quite briskly, but that's okay. You've had a long day and probably want to go to bed. So why don't we go to this? Get your laugh on and save a life. The Harrisburg Comedy Zone, in partnership with the Central Pennsylvania Blood Bank, offer two free passes for every single pint of blood donated. Quick clarification, it must be your blood. One pint, two free passes. That's almost the junkie rate for a plasma donation. Did you know a single pint of blood can save as many as three lives? Did you know the Harrisburg Comedy Zone features amazing talent from all over the country every single weekend? Did you also know that blood expires and the Central Pennsylvania Blood Bank is in regular need of donations? For more information on how you could save a life and have a laugh, visit cpbb.org and harrisburgcomedyzone.com. That's one word, harrisburgcomedyzone.com. It's time for Birthday Boost. What we do every week is we acknowledge those that are having birthdays. If they're special and entertaining, lovely people, we give this thing we call a birthday boost where we regale them with comments that may or may not be factual. And if you're not good enough to get a birthday boost, you could just fall into the honorable mention section. It's what we do every week. We do not encourage you to put your real birthday on the Facebooks or on the social medias. We recommend you use a fake birthday. So we're going to assume these are the fake birthdays that you've decided decided check brew as always you get to go first uh i would like to start with chief joppe she have you ever just been wildly impressed with the amount of information that one person can just hold in their brain and just recall like you ask them a question and in your head you're like this is really obscure and probably the first time this has ever happened and they're like ah yes instruction number and here it is that's her I don't know where she keeps this information in her head or how often she brushes up on it. But every time I've asked her any question related to the Navy, boom, has the answer. Knows exactly where to find it in writing. She is freaking brilliant. (laughs) I like her already. She's amazing. And her name is again, what? Jenna Joppy. Jenna Joppy gets a birthday boost from Chick Brew for being smart. I have a really strange week this week in that there are very few living people in my birthday section. So I'm 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 going to go I'm going to go with part of Team V. Kelly Sherritts, uh, she is celebrating her birthday. She is a, a friend of mine. I've run many, many miles with her. She's just a wonderful personality. She makes me smile. She's got an infectious smile. She's got a, a loving family. She's amazing. She's incredible. And I'm wishing her nothing but the best on her birthday. Happy birthday, Kelly Sherritts. I will just never forget <laughs> that time that she started like an all-out drama war on (laughs) Q&A. And it was just probably one of the greatest sources of entertainment I've ever seen on a community page. I think she got kicked off because of that one. I know. It was so good. And the thing was, she wasn't wrong. (laughs) You don't have to be wrong to get kicked off. There was like the exo's wife of one the wife of an exo on one of the ships was the one like threatening to take me to the parking lot. I mean... (laughs) 
People are insane on Facebook. You know, it, and, and I love every once in a while when you uh, screw around and find out when when somebody takes a, a, some Facebook drama into real life and, uh, and they get, you know, their clock cleaned because uh, Facebook is not real. I think Elon Musk said that recently, like, Twitter is not real world, is not the real world. Who is your second birthday boot? I'm going to stick with smart people. I go with Karen Owens. She is a math whiz. She can, like, figure out your retirement in her brain. I am super glad, though, that I know these super smart people because I am not smart, but I, like, am smart enough to surround myself with smart people. That's all you got to do. Yeah. And if you are smart, the trick is convincing people you're stupid or, or <laughs> at least reassuring them that you're not the smartest person in the room. There are many, many times when I have to downplay my knowledge just so that I can make other people feel better about themselves because because I work for those people and I don't want them to feel bad. But then there are other times the sarcastic part of me cannot not say something. I, here's a great example. The United States is uh, surrounded by two oceans, the Atlantic and the Pacific. I've worked for people who don't understand the difference between the Pacific and being specific. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> And although many, many times I should have kept my mouth shut, usually when that one happens and they say something like, I'm just trying to be Pacific. Oh, you're trying to be a large body of water that covers 80% of the planet? Huh? Huh? Sorry. Huh? I didn't mean to make you feel <laughs> stupid, but the word specific, it's got an S in front of it. Specific. Yeah, there are S. a few of those that just are kind of like nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> and then I just wonder, like, how did you get how did you get here? I, I have someone on the list that I could have given a birthday boost to. Uh, I was going to be doing his retirement ceremony in just a couple of days. But the strangest thing happened. I, I sent him a message. I was like, hey, I need the details. I'll be there. You asked me to be there. I said I'd be there. I'll be there. I just need the details. And he said, you can't. You can't be the MC." And what? I thought that was very odd. I can't be the MC. What do you mean I can't be the MC? And he had posted this video that I'm sure he thinks was brilliant, but uh, it was kind of weird. But I watched it and uh, he said I didn't respond to his video. And I said to myself, well, I guess I'm not driving five hours there and five hours back to MC your retirement. Oh, no, please don't. You asked me to do a favor. I said I would do it. And then there was some hidden condition on top of it. I am so miffed by that, that not only are you not getting a birthday boost, you're not even going to get an honorable mention. And you know, and I didn't even say your name. Not one time. You know who you are. You did me wrong. You shouldn't have done that. I just took away your birthday. <laughs> But, a race. <laughs> but uh, you know what? And, and that's going to count. That's going to count as my second. Who is in your honorable mention section? Oh, my honorable mentions. I actually don't have that many birthdays. It is a strange week for birthdays. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, we'll go with Jennifer Mercado, Lucas McCann, and Stephen T. Dombrowski. I'm going to tell you, I love that kid. Like, He's great. And, and it, it's strange calling him a kid. He's a senior chief now. But Is he Demick Senior? Yeah, yeah. But I knew him as a kid, as a young man. 
what a great example. You know, <laughs> how it's funny because you don't think about how unusual this is to the listening public. But uh, Steve Dabrowski was immaculate. So for those who don't understand what I'm talking about, when you have sailors, when you're in charge of sailors and soldiers and Marines, one of the things about leadership is you have to inspect their living conditions on a regular basis. And for my guys, I followed the battalion methodology that we would do inspections on Monday morning. We would always do inspections every Monday morning. It's never a surprise. You know exactly what to expect, when to expect. I'm going to be there. And my way of doing a room inspection is very simple. I'm going to walk in the room. I'm going to look around. Instantly, I'm going to know it's one of three grades. It's either outstanding, it's unsat, or it's sat. That's it. I don't need to look in your cookie drawer to see if they're filed alphabetically. I don't need to do any of that. I walk in the room, sight, sound, taste, touch. <laughs> I walk in the room and I can instantly tell you, I can instantly tell you whether the room is sat, unsat, or satisfactory. Every time I would go into Dabrowski's room, it was always outstanding. It was so outstanding that I decided to change the way I did business and that I, I started uh, as an incentive to tell people, if you get an outstanding, I will not inspect you the next week. So that started to become the norm where people who were just satisfactory would do just a little bit more so that they weren't satisfactory so that they would be uh, they would get the next week off. And it's because of Steve Dabrowski that I did that. <laughs> That and the fact that I, I know a little something about him. And what I do know about him is the day he checked out of the Navy, I looked at his watch. And as a young second-class petty officer, that's not a watch he should have been wearing. And I, I, did, I immediately recognized that watch, and I knew how much that watch cost. And he was wearing that watch to work. And when you wear a really expensive watch to work, that tells you something about a person. That tells you <laughs> that's expendable money for them. Yeah, so yeah. That's the but day I learned about him. <laughs> I, he came on the radio with me. Really? I didn't know him from anyone. And it was right before he was leaving Rhoda, like within six months that he was leaving. Right there at the and end. Yeah. He came in to talk. I don't even remember what he came to talk about, but we were having such a great conversation. And then he said that he was going to get out and go into the reserves. And then he started telling me about the reserves. And he is one of the reasons that I stay in the reserves or that I chose the reserves because I was also watching his life in the reserves, which is much, much different from mine. But he came into the radio in his dress whites. That sounds correct. And I don't think I had ever seen a set of dress whites look so good. The guy was immaculate. And I have, I know people who are like, the, the Navy would be like, this is the picture of the Navy. False. You haven't seen this guy. <laughs> I've never seen any. It's almost like he, they were custom. He, yeah. He was a poster. Yes. They, they probably were custom. They probably were. Yeah. Uh, real quick. Let me go ahead and finish out with mine. Then we got some other business we need to take care of. Uh, Will Lopez celebrating his birthday. Uh, Lamon Ferguson, Sean Meredith, Jonathan Williams, uh, and comedian Sean Jones. Another friend of mine that has since passed away is, is listed. And then the name that shall not be spoken is listed. And that's really all I had for this week. Wait, Trevor DeShazer? I just need to just yeah. up just a little bit more. Yeah, Trevor DeShazer is having his birthday. So those are my honorable mentions. That was my single birthday boost for this week. And, and, and I took a birthday away. That is the birthday boost section. Before we wrap up today, there's some activity, excuse me, there's some activity going on on our Facebook page. And one of the participants is asking this question. She is asking, does it have to be on a piece of exercise equipment or can they be outside exercising? What say you? 
I think you can be outside exercising because I've been just running on the track lately. That's absolutely exercising. I think it has to be intentional. It has to be, I am, this is time and I am doing this exercise because running around while your kids are playing is not an intentional form of exercise. So it has to be clear that if you're not on a piece of exercise equipment, you're outside, but it's got to be clear that you're exercising. We agree? Agree. Okay. I will uh, I will let Miss Chelsea know that. Oh, because she does long, long, long walks. Walks that I would never even survive. <laughs> hey, that's great. I love it. Yeah. So, uh, Revol- Resolution Rewards begins tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Uh, this was a great day. For those of you who are listening, I hope you got something out of it. I hope you laughed a little bit. Again, we only guarantee one laugh an hour. If there's anything you ever want to say or uh, you want to communicate with us, you want to get to know us, get anything like that, just reach out to us on the Facebook page. You can find the Facebook page by searching the hashtag The Lunsby Show. You can listen to us from anywhere using any of your podcast formats simply by saying electronic device, play The Lunsby Show with T-Bone and Chick Brew. You have to say this long name because The Lunsby Show hasn't caught on yet it's 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 a rebranding it's changed up a little bit and if you just say the lunds b show a lot of things about lungs are going to come up and that's that's not what you want to see it's so you say the lunds b show with t-bone and chick brew hey everybody it's t-bone did you know you can listen to the lunds b show on the iheart radio app the team at iheart radio has created two new features on the app you can now auto download to your device and be notified when other new episodes are released all for free using the iHeartRadio app. And you can listen to the Lunsby Show from anywhere. iHeartRadio. Discover music, radio, and podcasts you'll love. With that being said, I remind you today as I remind you every day, just be the best person that you could be. And if you were a great person today, be an even better person. And don't forget that you are loved. Thank you for listening to T-Bone and Chick Brew. If you enjoyed that show, you should check out the Jerome McLean Show, independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason together. You can find the Jerome McLean Show at the same place you actually listen to this show. Give it a shot. That's going to wrap it up for this week. We did it. Yay! 